Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Good evening and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, doing the show with John Roberts and Sue Timberlake. Hey, guys. Yo. Hey there. And uh, we're fortunate enough to uh, be uh, in the f- uh, officially in the start of the 2024 presidential election cycle. Woohoo! Yeah, there are like 50 Republicans that have been that have uh, announced. Three or four, anyways. Like certainly. Begin. Like a uh, certainly announced exploratory committees and uh, good old Joseph Robinette is uh, has declared that he will indeed seek re-election. So sweet, uh, which is a whole whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Officially That's, announced, uh, I think Asa, Asa Hutchinson, Nikki Haley, um, Pence and Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. I, Pence. Yeah. yeah, I think he's announced, hasn't he? He I, he's certainly making noises, like you know, uh, Senator. Oh, he's still exploring. Senator, you're right. He's yeah, Senator Scott is still exploring. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep, you're <laughs> and, right. And of so course, Nikki Haley, <laughs> Asa Hutchinson, and Trump. Okay. And of course, um, uh, Florida mm-hmm. Governor DeSantis, uh, like the law in Florida hasn't been changed yet, so he still cannot actually campaign for office without having to resign the governorship. So. He's not formally doing so. He, Sue. Yeah, he said mid, mid-May. Sue. He's saying mid-May he's going to... Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. I have some news for you. Somebody uh, else announced? I was trying to look up um, the the actual list of Republican candidates so far, and uh, I found this, this uh, article from PBS. I will read you a quote from it, and you will be happy. Um... Former New Jersey governor Chris Christie has been meeting with former aides and he returned to New Hampshire this past week where he said at a town hall in the first in the nation primary state, tonight is the beginning of the case against Donald Trump. Christie has said that he will make a decision in the next couple weeks. I knew that. I didn't. I didn't think that he, he was going to run. I, I, I thought it was smarter than that. But... <laughs> He said he's going to make a decision in the next couple of weeks. I, yeah. I think it'll depend on who else is in. I, I think it will depend on who else is in. I, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Oh, my God. That would be I, yeah, I, mean, Nikki, I could be wrong, which is odd, Nikki, honestly. Nikki Haley has been in New Hampshire yes, yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're all they're they're all they're, the, the announced ones are definitely there and the unannounced ones are. I imagine he's he's evaluating whether how much money it's going to cost him and whether it's worth it for, you know, whether he wants to to take the plunge because you know he has to know his chances of of getting anywhere are very very small. So it's I think it's a combination of just like hope and ambition and also picking other sort of more modest. Uh, goals or purposes that might might suit him. I'm sorry, Sue. Please go on. <laughs> so I think personally, I think he's the only one that could take on Trump in a debate. I think he'd do mm. a fine job because he's sort of proof. Yeah, 
yeah, he could he could easily take them if he if he decided to. The problem is they're friends. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I so I was so curious about what you were saying. Um, but you know, he runs the Institute for Politics, the Christie Institute for Politics in New Jersey. So I, you know, it's not like he doesn't have a day job. So we'll see. I did but find a lot the, of them. Oh, sorry. sorry about that. What I, were you saying? Uh, I, I, it is interesting that all the, all the, all the, I'll call it the um, non-Fox news channels are giving Asa Hutchinson all kinds of airtime. It's amazing. And he's like at 1%. Who and they're is giving he? Him all this, he's the governor of, what's the governor of Arkansas? Asa, oh. um, yeah, governor Hutchinson of Arkansas. Used, he is used actually, to be a senator. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, he, he, he was the undersecretary for Homeland Security. Um, and a U.S. representative for um, the third district. I don't know if he was a senator, but yeah, he's um, he he's gay. He's a I governor. He so there. So the the declared the actual declared candidates: Larry Elder, host of the Larry Elder Show. Him. Uh, Nikki oh, Haley. Him. Um, you know Nikki Haley, uh, Asa Hutchinson, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. Um, executive chairman of Strive Asset Management. Yeah, problem. And Donald Trump. Uh, the the people that have officially formed an exploratory committee is Tim Scott. Everybody else is just making noises. Mm. Um, hmm. On the Democrat. Speaking of side, making noise, speaking of making noises, <laughs> I would just like to point out that if our listeners want to, you know, ah. make some noises, get in touch with us, and let us know what they think about things. Uh, well, the best way is to email contact at civilpoliticsradio.com, which is, of course, our dedicated website. But we are still clinging on by our fingernails to uh, uh, at civilpoliticsfm on Twitter and facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio. So, like, that's that's at least possibly a way to get in touch with us, though. I mean, <laughs> social media is increasingly uh, so. And if I should actually has also an invite for Blue Sky, like, hook me up. Yeah, I should also uh, mention just um, because we were talking about uh, 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 the the money involved in presidential campaigns and whatever. Just uh, you know, as John and I mentioned last week, Valley Free Radio is a plucky nonprofit, and we really you know could use your support. So if you uh, feel like uh, donating to keep uh, shows like us or other better music shows on the air, uh, then uh, go to valleyfreeradio.org/donate and use our PayPal page there to make a tax-deductible donation. Anyway. Just uh, yeah, well one, more, one more thing. Um, the Democratic Democrats. Uh, Joe Biden just announced. Uh huh. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Marianne Williamson. Uh, yeah, I knew Williamson too. herself. <laughs> and she's uh, got like twelve percent or something. Of course she does. I don't know. I and mean, RFK uh, has nineteen. At this point, I mean, I'm sure he does. This, these, that, I, yeah. I'm sure those numbers are before you know this Monday when I, Joe was, Biden I, announced, right? Yeah, no, I you saw, know, I saw him this morning. I, oh. I don't know the numbers were reported this morning, but I don't know. It was on the Talking Head News. It wasn't. Yeah, just, I wouldn't. They were just saying, "Can you believe yeah. it that you know among voters I, that RFK's got?" They said name recognition. 
and oh. Marianne, they're like, oh, don't oh. people don't know who she is? And everybody's like, yeah, they do. Everybody knows the, who the, she is now. The, the, the idea that 12% of Democratic voters have some idea who, who she is and that 19% of them have some idea who Robert Kennedy is doesn't shock me. You know, mm. the name recognition, sure. But I mean, you know, she's, you know, she's a kook. Uh, you know, 2020 certainly did not, you know, like le- gave me plenty of evidence to, to, to come to that conclusion. And, you know, Robert Kennedy is a vaccine denier. So, you know, yikes. there's, yeah, he's, he's just yikes. So, uh, his so, family yeah, hasn't endorsed him and he said it right in his announcement. Yeah. What? what? Okay. He said, my family's not here and, and many of them do not support me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, they're smart, <laughs> smart family. Good, good for them. Oh, um, he's pretty direct. I have to give him that anyway. <laughs> I mean, sure. That's not really a positive in this sense, but uh, you, you got to hand it to him. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it is quite simply true. So, you know, he can either, you know, try and deny it or hide it or he can just come out and accept it and and acknowledge it and or he can just considering be cool. yeah that would be best they run, but whatever they may run ads against him you never know that happened to that remember that fellow who his whole family ran ads like i forget who he was go sorry somebody <laughs> actually <laughs> anyway we should um there was something else that we wanted to talk about <laughs> Quite Sorry. a number of things. Yeah. Uh, in particular, you, um, well, uh, uh, people running for office, uh, of course, part of the point is to, once you win the, the job, is to actually try and do the job. And in a number of state legislatures around the country, which are controlled by Republicans, uh, Democratic uh, uh, lawmakers are finding it difficult to do that because the Republicans don't want to share. They uh, they're they're working to uh, uh, keep them from, you know, doing their jobs at all or certainly restricting their ability to do their job. Mm -hmm. Uh, The two Justins who were actually expelled from the legislature in Tennessee have, uh, you know, have company now in several other states. John, where you actually were working on a list of that. Uh, Um, So there's uh, two lawmakers that um, I know about that. Uh, they both happened like this week. Um, Zoe Zephyr, uh, she is a member of the Montana House. Uh, she actually, um, they they kicked her out for, uh, she was, sorry, she was, um, there was a debate against, or she was debating against the, uh, a bill to ban transgender um, youth care, like gender affirming care. Uh, and she said um when she registered her opposition to the bill she said i hope the next time there's an invocation when you bow your heads in prayer you see the blood on your hands that's what she said so uh she was she was accused of stoking violence and violating the chamber's decorum with her comment so you know why cuz she after she said it and people cheered from the gallery Mm-hmm. She held up the microphone above her yeah, head. She did. That's an incitement of violence, I guess. I guess. I mean, that's that's pretty much what they accused um, the two in uh, in Tennessee. Tennessee, yes, Tennessee, Tennessee. yeah, yeah, um, the Justins, yeah. 
just really the violent thing would be dropping the microphone. Sure. The, the, I mean, the um, they were accused of of stoking violence because uh, they they were accused of 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 getting the crowd riled up and the crowd then spitting on on the uh, on the lawmakers that were voting for that were voting against gun control. Like that's that's their thing. So yeah, um, the uh. Mm. The the majority leader, Sue Vinton, who introduced the motion, uh, told the lawmakers that uh, Zephyr's actions put lawmakers and staff at risk of harm. So um, Zoe Zephyr, Representative Zephyr, is no longer allowed in the chamber. She can conduct her business and vote remotely, but she can't. Basically, she can't come in the building. And she can't speak. She can't speak. even over Zoom. <sighs> yeah, it's nope. horrifying and dumb. Um, the other person and she is, has yeah. eleven thousand constituents. She has eleven thousand people in her district that yeah. are now silenced, basically. Basically, yeah. yeah, their their voice in the in the in the house is reduced. Um, yeah. So you know, and the other one was Senator Megan Hunt uh, in Nebraska. Um, she was. <laughs> There was a complaint filed against her by David Begley, who's a lawyer, um, and she he filed a, a complaint for a conflict of interest because there was the, the bill uh, LB-574, a.k.a. the, quote, let them grow act, unquote, whatever. Uh, this is another bill restricting transgender care. This, oh, and this- she took payments from Harlan Crow to, like, help her – Pay her bills or something? To- <laughs> Is that he it? didn't offer her no, any money. No, I don't money. think that's it. I don't, I, didn't I, buy I don't her think house? She's not, on the Sco- oh. she's not on SCOTUS. She's not on the Supreme Court, so I don't think that's it. You might be conflating oh. two people. Um, <laughs> I might be. So she, she has been accused of conflict of interest because she has a transgender child. That's it. So she shouldn't be allowed to vote on stuff? Apparently. Apparently she's not allowed to vote on transgender youth care because she is the mother of a transgender youth person. Like, (laughs) you can't make this stuff up. Because you care about transgender youth, you cannot vote on transgender youth care. Exactly. Like, I like I can't vote if I was a a state senator in Nebraska. Apparently, I can't vote on uh, race uh, racial issues because I'm black. I have a conflict of interest. (laughs) Like, you you (laughs) never want people at the table who actually know something about the topic. Ugh. Um, just yeah. a quote from Megan Hunt. Um, I think this I was... means that I can't vote on anything to do with country clubs and exclusive prep schools. My God. <laughs> so uh, Megan Hunt, this is a tweet that she sent. Uh, Today I was informed that because of a complaint filed by David Begley, I, w- I am under investigation for conflict of interest for standing for trans rights. My colleagues stood up in offering support, but I don't need their words. I need their vote. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> so the speech, the speech and debate clause does not apply, I guess, in uh, either uh, Nebraska or uh, Montana. Well, certainly not the one the in the fence. U.S. Co- well, the U.S. <laughs> Constitution specifies that for the U.S. Congress. Uh, the different yeah. states have different constitutions, so they may have a similar thing. But 
uh, in both of those states. But it is also worth noting that um, it's they probably have a clause similar to that in the U.S. Constitution that says the House and the Senate each can set their own rules and can handle the enforcement thereof. So, you know, in the end, yeah, the speech and debate clause uh, exists, but that doesn't mean that the, the, you know, the Republican controlled House of Representatives couldn't decide to make, you know, uh, Ayanna Presley be quiet because they don't like what she has to say, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, and the whole like speech and debate clause, it's like, well, that means we can't, you know, criminally prosecute you like we can't do any take any criminal action to stop you from doing that. But we can still say, you don't, you know, we refuse to give you the microphone or whatever. I don't know. Like, yeah. like it would be a hard thing to hard thing to to try because the Constitution, again, says the House and the Senate are each in charge of handling their own affairs. And they have well, pretty much total authority to over that. So Elizabeth Warren, you know, when she was trying to read the letter, I think it was a letter on civil rights. And oh, right. uh, they, yeah, they yeah, told yeah. us she couldn't, and you know, still she persists all her T-shirts that say yep. that from when um, um, Mitch McConnell wouldn't let her speak. From her so, doomed presidential yeah. campaign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she was speaking from a letter. It was actually a historical document. They, yep. Yeah, they wouldn't let her read it. So, yeah, it goes on, I guess, even at the state level. So if I'm female, I'm not allowed to do anything with women's issues, not allowed to speak about them or okay. I'm try- I have I have <laughs> health insurance, therefore I cannot vote on health care. Like the 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 logic is completely twisted, and it's just because there is this moral panic about um, transgender people and trans issues, and everybody is just flipping out, and it's maddening. Absolutely I think you're maddening. Right. Moral panic. Moral yeah, panic is a, moral a great panic. word it's, for it. It's like the satanic panic. It's like it's like gay panic. It's just yep. a wedge issue that everybody's mad about. And in 10 years, nobody's going to be thinking about it because do we really have this many people mad about gay marriage right now? I mean, yeah. it's recycled Nazi propaganda. So, yeah. you know, who knows what's going to be happening with it in 10 years? Just, I yeah, hope yeah. it'll be a thing of the past it probably will be because they're just they're move on to another wedge issue that's Hmm. like once this one peters out that's what happens that's what always happens zoe zoe zephyr in uh, montana is um a trans woman and Mm -hmm. they after they told her that she was for the rest of the session she wasn't going to be allowed on the floor of the the house um and she's going to be on zoom i guess to vote uh, they they misgendered her. They they were calling her him. Of and it's like, oh man, yeah, wicked. A... So I people was, are just you know. I, I mean, was in a, a a pretty long Twitter thread with this person because someone, one of the people, one of the musicians I follow, said had a poll that said if you if you're singing like non-black friends, if you're singing along with a with a song and the N word comes up, what do you do? You know, like do you say it? Do you just not say it? Do you say something else? You know, and someone said, you know, this debate always happens like, is it okay to restrict the speech of someone else? And, you know, like, is it okay to have a word that only one group of people can use and everything? And 
like when I land on that, it's it's uh it's basically yeah, it's fine. And if you're really mad about it, that means one, you're more worried about your speech instead of like someone else's and the history behind it. But also, you don't respect the the people. You don't you you're not respectful of people because you want to do something. And I and I think it's the same thing with with using people's preferred pronouns. It costs you nothing. Nothing. And using someone's preferred pronouns is a sign of respect. I respect you. I respect your 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 place in society or just I'm going to I'm going to show you to, like your your due, you know? It it's nothing. It's the basic basic level of respect that you can give to another person. So if so if someone's just refusing to use pro, the correct pronouns because they can easily, you know, it's just kind of confusing for them. But if they that is a sh- that is a just a sign of disrespect. Me. <laughs> I also, yeah. f- frankly, like you know, I could I can use slurs. I can use the N word. I can you know say you know use nasty terms for Jewish people or Italians or whoever you know. Like I can say all those things. I I choose not to, um, yeah. because generally speaking, uh, even when I'm specifically trying to refer to something somebody else said, you know, quoting, I can usually get the point across without actually repeating the word. Um, and if I can't, you know, if for some reason, like it really, like I do need to say it in order to really convey what I'm trying to say, then you know, I I, I will quote it because it's not like. I'm prevented from doing so, but just, you know, like, uh, I, I keep making fun of it, but I really am like, you know, a prep school wasp whose family belongs to a well country club that my great grandfather, the judge founded for God's sakes, you know, like I am super wasp and, you know, people have some kind of reaction to someone from my complexion and background and everything else you know, dropping casual slurs about other groups, other ethnicities and religions and, and, and faiths and genders and so forth. And that's fine. I don't see, I don't want to disrespect people. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. So I would rather be conscientious and use a bit of circumlocution uh, to, to get the point across, to convey the, the necessary information. Um, you know, I, you know, I generally don't like euphemisms, but usually the point is you're trying to hide what you're saying, or you're trying to, uh, 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 you're trying to say something mean without actually saying it, you know, like racist dog whistles, you know, like we've got to preserve our, our culture and our way of life and, you know, and uh, that's, that's not what I'm doing. And I don't, that's not what I want to do. So I just, in the end, no one's preventing me from doing that. Um, I tend not to sing along with songs anyways, but (laughs) because I don't sing that well, but, um, I don't know. Like I, I, I would find some substitute that's that fits the scansion. Uh, I don't know what that would be. 
Uh, so I'd probably just skip it, but yeah. Best thing you can do you is know. just skip it. Just, yeah. It, well, it, I certainly, it, I, you, I wouldn't say it because, you know, like I, I can only see how that might, you know, make things, hurt some people, and, you know, emotionally be bad for some people. And I don't think it actually makes anything better for you. Possibly anybody, physically so. bad for you, depending on who you're around. You know, just that one time. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it, if they it, like Sue, if they if they did that, and they were at, and that's on the record, then that that I would not be surprised if that was an intentional thing, like an attack on this person. Yep. Like that, yep. there is no reason. If they were just like, I don't. It's it's at the base base level. It's. I do not care about you. I do not care about who you are. And I am not giving you any, this is not a form of comedy. As we, as we say here on civil politics, that is not comedy. Comedy, C-O-M-I-T-Y, not, okay. Sorry. I I was like, I think this person is comedic, like, because I will (laughs) laugh in their face, but that's different. That's a person. Anyway, yeah, that's, I'm that's, I went off on a tangent there, but that's I a just, bear it's thing. the yeah. um intent the matters. Thing, I think that really upsets me. Yeah, uh-huh. in, in that yeah. in that way. Yeah. Well, and and Sue, I'm gonna put you on the spot again just for a moment Uh-oh. just before we go to the well, just just it seems to me, you know, as a left voting person with my background and whatever. But it seems to me, having grown up in a family of Massachusetts Republicans, that there's a certain level of like, look, people get to live their lives. And if, you know, and if, you know, whether or not someone wants to identify as male or female, you know, if if some, you know, if some dude wants to show up to work wearing a dress and, you know, and two inch pumps and, you know, a string of pearls like Jamie Farr in an episode of MASH, Okay, you know it. It might be a little odd. Not well. I don't know if that that dress will necessarily be cut in a flattering way for your figure, but eh, you know, okay, fine. <laughs> you know, whatever. Free country. Y- you know, you spend your money on clothes how you want, and it just like that seems to me to be like the the proper old school Republican position. Just all right, sure. Yep. Sort of laissez-faire. I, I, yeah, I think it? it is, and I and yeah. I think it's I think it shows a certain prurient interest when someone is going out of their way to get into other people's business. It's like it's not very New Englandy, I guess is the way to put it. That no, it's it, it not. Really, You're right. And it and it's it's so interesting that these old white men who are in our government, who should be long gone, and they're my age, so I can say it, I guess. Um, <laughs> but they should be long gone. And they're so into everybody's, they're, they're just fixated on it. It's, it's sort of amazing. And I do think there's, a, um, there's a, a strain of it. I was joking earlier before we went on the air about it being a Republican cancel culture because they canceled, mm-hmm. you know, the, the four Democrats that we've been talking about from doing their jobs or being able to speak or vote or represent their folks or, and um, for Zoe, she's only off for a week and a half because the session ends in another week and a half. So it's actually, it's not a long time that she's excommunicated, but you know, it does seem like um, the men are, are way too interested in these topics and they just seem to be really fixated on them. And to just swap for a second, look at Tucker Carlson, 
and Don Lemon, Don Lemon, probably a lighter version of it, but Tucker Carlson is a real misogynist and it's really, and he's so, <laughs> yeah. he's, I mean, he's at the so very busy least. with yeah. tanning your balls and yeah. I mean, he is a weirdo. He's really a weirdo, <laughs> but you know, I, it, yep. I don't, I don't know that he should have had the, the pulpit that he spoke from, but Fox, you know, they wanted the viewers and they wanted the controversy. And, you know, he's really insulting to his bosses and to any guests that came on that were female. And uh, I know I've said this to you guys before. I used to like him Hmm. and I just don't know what's wrong with him. But he's really I mean, to to treat people like that on the air and then say the things he did behind the scenes. I mean, it's it's really it's it's disappointing, I guess, is the way to put it. I agree. I agree. I People should behave better. Well, we do have to take a short break now here on Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio. Uh, you could use that break to, uh, you know, go to our donation page, valleyfreeradio.org slash donate and help keep the station on the air. Um, but otherwise, uh, yeah, we're going to play some PSAs, promos and station IDs, and then we'll be back with more Civil Politics in just a couple of minutes. Please don't go away. We will be right back. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in a CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. to Evidence-Based Radio, Science and Skepticism from a Feminist and Socialist Perspective. Every week, we explore the interesting and important stories in science with a focus on the positive. Friday nights from 6 to 7 on Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM, or at evidencebasedarada.com. That's 6 to 7 p.m. Fridays on Valley Free Radio. 
And welcome back to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I, Michael Dow, I'm still doing the show with John and Sue. And uh, yeah, um, we've talked a bit about uh, how the, the, the various Republican state governments have been doing their own version of cancel culture uh, related to that because – well, the, the the two gentlemen in Tennessee were kicked out because they were upset about gun violence. But um, uh, uh, Ms. Zephyr and the woman in Nebraska, whose name I'm forgetting right now. Hunt. Thank Hunt. you. Yes, yeah. Ms. Hunt. Um, well, were, Representative Zephyr and Senator Hunt. Yes, though, right. Thank you. Um were complaining about uh, anti-trans legislation and just like in addition to the bigotry of these bills, they're also just, you know, they're, they're bad bills and they're just sort of indicative of this problem of bad state government, you know, of like of like these Republican controlled states really just not running their affairs well and not and not handling the responsibilities of government, which is you know, kind of an important part of the job. Um, and <clears throat> related to that, did you guys hear about in the state of Indiana, the lawsuits filed over State Bill 480? You? No. It's supposed to take effect. It, it basically takes effect July 1st and it says, you know, uh, no gender affirming care for anybody who's uh, under the age of 19. Um if you know, and I think I think there's a provision where it's like if you're already getting it by July 1st, then you can keep getting it, but otherwise you can't. And other oh, I saw other things pictures like of the yeah. kids all lining up to get their first appointment so they'd be grandfathered in or something. Yeah, stuff like that. Oh boy. Yeah. So of I, course, I didn't know which state it was. Sorry. Yeah. In no, no. Yeah. Thank you. The India. Uh, so the uh, ACLU of uh, both Indiana and the national organization have filed various legal challenges. They're seeking a preliminary injunction. They've also filed to certify uh, a class action of people who are affected by it. And I was just struck by how the state attorney general of Indiana has filed a response brief uh, to all that, basically saying that because they have other measures before them and the ACLU has brought up a bunch of legal arguments and whatnot that they, the, the, the state attorney general's office can't actually get around to properly making a response to the ACLU's brief before uh, the law takes effect on, effect on July 1st. So they ask the court to just, you know, let the law take effect and let the whole thing kind of slide and the, the AG will get around to it when they can. It's two months. Uh, have two months. We, yeah. Time for sure. DOJ. Time, time for the How much, how much time do they need? They have two months. I, I, well, I, you know, I, I can totally un accept the idea that like, oh, you know, there's actually a ton of things to argue about and they really do need more than two months. Sure. But that's why you get a preliminary injunction and just stay. say, yeah, all right. Yep. So, the, yeah, a stay. <laughs> the law isn't happening because yep. we have these lawsuits. And just to say like, eh, you know, we're busy. Can we just kind of let the whole thing go and then, you know, we'll get around yeah. to it when we get around to it? Like, yeah, can't get around what? to it. <laughs> Can I just say that 
um when we're uh, i'm gonna say this a lot next year a lot Mm, um but are you now what what, what could that possibly be (laughs) if you 2024 you you want to you you, you're like uh voting this is what happens yeah these weirdos get into office because of like some of them win by like three votes it's or they run unopposed yeah it, like if you live in a in a, like a deep deep red state you might like be be the actual difference between a crazy person and just a jerk being <laughs> being in the being being in your state house representing you like you need to vote like you need to like watch the issues and vote. Yeah, the democracy doesn't defend itself, and I mean D no. with a democracy with a small yeah. D. It, it same really, same as the republic with a small R will not defend itself. <laughs> same yeah, thing. It's it, mm-hmm. it's wicked, and some of these folks are. I don't know. They had never took. They never took. Um, civics. Um, anything about civics? Yeah, I was going to say civil anything. It's it's scary how little people know about how government works and what it requires. And even on the local level, sometimes mm-hmm. people say the darndest things. It's like, oh, my God, <laughs> how did they, local how politics, did they get in? Like definitely people win or lose by 10 votes, by 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 five votes. So yep. anytime like the state Senate, like like all these state Senate things, state house things like come up, I'm like, dude. City Council, I know you, school I know committee, you're a Democrat yeah. in Oklahoma, but still, still, <laughs> I, just I rock up, you know, like. <laughs> well, and and Jama, you you know, you were I, not being flippant, but using sort of the flippant term, man, weirdos, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, <clears throat> as no, someone, I was, I was saying they're weirdos, but like, no, no, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> as as someone who has been a quote unquote weirdo, you know ever since I was a little kid in the seventies, you know, loving, you know, Dr. Who and Star Trek and my mom was reading me Tolkien and whatnot. And I was, you know, like, you know, a huge old nerd and a geek and everything else, you know, belonged to chess club. You know, I've been, you know, people have been telling me I'm kind of peculiar my whole life. And since I've heard it from a lot of people, I sort of have to assume that maybe it's true. Maybe I actually am a little odd. You know, and that's that's okay. Shocking. But like, uh, but like I, but seriously, like there's there's the kind of weirdo like me who's like, you know, has a weird sense of humor and maybe is interested in stuff that's a little, you know, unusual for you know, like storytelling or whatever. Um, but just fundamentally, like I'm interested in people living good, healthy, prosperous lives, you know, like that's my core value, like Mm -hmm. better lives for everybody because everybody deserves one because we're all humans. And like when you call those people weirdos, it's like as a, as a lifelong weirdo, yeah, those people are weirdos. (laughs) Well, I am saying weirdos because I can't say what I want to say on the air. We are they're, within a safe harbor. Uh, well, right you're now. saying there's there's specific kinds of people. They're yes. They no. <laughs> see no. See because those would be the voters. <laughs> okay. No. They, yeah. They are. There's the thing is like I call like people that are like like Kevin McCarthy is a specific kind of person. Like like. 
like there's 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 that and then there's these people in state houses that just go nuts and <laughs> like just go just go completely nuts with power yeah. and and just like do all of this stuff and it's it's going and the thing is sue i think they did take civics i think they do understand it they just hate it they're getting voted in to mm. dismantle the government could be that's the only uh. reason they're there that's the only thing i can oh. think of they're not there for well, core know. conservative values because that's not core conservative values. Being really worried about children's genitalia is not core conservative values. No, you know you, you no, mentioned power, power I mean, and, yep. and money mm-hmm. and sort of the corruption and all that. And I just wanted to circle back to Tucker Carlson for a second because sure, I've sure. said since we started the show that I had always liked him yeah. until. I discovered that he wasn't who he used to be. And I do think that might be part of it is that, you know, people, people who get power and influence, sometimes they just go, they'll do anything to hold on to it. Not unlike what uh, Trump was doing. You know, they just can't, it's so mixed up with their identity that it's, you know, they'll, they'll do anything to hold on to it. And he really has changed from who he was in the beginning. And I think he was on, we were talking about this off the air crossfire. He's and on he CNN. Was, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, and when he had like a bow tie, he, he, <laughs> yeah. well, well, and, when Tucker had a bow tie, I liked him. And then John Stewart was so mean to him. And then he, yeah. I think it's John Stewart's fault that Tucker Carlson went to the dark side. I think, K- I think kinda. John Stewart just yeah. took him apart. So anyway, I, well, but yeah, I, Don I Lemon, disagree. And to, I've to, never to, liked Don Lemon. I have to say he is a horrible person and he's terrible to women and he talks over them and he's like, yeah. he should never have been on CNN. But I, I mean, I liked him like opinion. seven, 17 years ago. Like oh, okay. I, I used to watch CNN, like, you know, like a while. Like oh, you mean Tucker was, Carlson? No, I'm Lemon. saying Don Lemon. I used to watch him, oh. and he was just like straight laced, like just a black guy, like talking about the news. When they got his show, that's when he went off the rails. Really, he got a lot more opinionated, or he yeah. felt free to be more opinionated. Exactly, and that's why that's why I disagree with you about Tucker Carlson because there there are two options here. One, he morphed into that for some reason. Like he went just, he just kept going into and, and then landed at white supremacy. Or, I think he sold say, out, 20, as they used million? to say. Yeah, 20 million, like, 20 million a year from Fox News. Yeah, yeah. he mm-hmm. he got there event. Like he is, he changed, or he was always like this, and he was just hiding it. And that yeah. is a very real possibility. Like he was just yep. always like he always had these opinions and he just didn't say it. But then he then he realized like people would actually listen to him. And so he started yep. being more of himself. And yep. it really depends on that. I don't I don't know what it is because I'm not like I'm not like hanging out with him that much anymore. So, <laughs> I mean, we used to chill out, you know, but oof, he got all big and everything like he forgot the people who came up with and. <laughs> I can't keep keep up with this bit, but um, yeah. yeah. So uh, he's. I, I think it's a combination of the two. Um, I think John Stewart, like he really took Tucker, but he really laid into the other guy 
who is still on TV and I forget his name like the because it was Tucker being the Republican and this other guy being the Democrat. Um, he laid into both of them. Exactly. You can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> but he just he but john stewart when he went on that show he destroyed the show he destroyed yeah. like their yeah. personas and they had to rebuild but i don't think i really don't think that sort of thing is going to make you into into a huge raving racist yeah. well you know who else has turned out to be really bad netanyahu he is like it's amazing i have a friend who has family in haifa and uh I'm sorry. Uh, there saying, was a bit of who is what? Who, who's uh, gone really bad? Yeah, who? Oh, okay. Netanyahu. Israeli prime minister. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah. And they were saying that um, you know there were a lot of protests and it was getting bigger and bigger. And then he, do you remember he just recently he fired the defense minister and then yeah. he reneged on it. And they were saying that it's everybody who's protesting and they're terrified that he's, he's going to dismantle the justice department yep. so that he can, his corruption stuff will go away. And, and I was saying, so how did you guys vote for him? Like how, how did that come to pass? And I said, well, we knew he was always bad, but you know, he had a coalition and he, you know, made, he compromised. And I'm like, Oh my God, I, I, I have to say it on the air. I have to tell people that if, you know, if you have friends in Israel, get them out to protest every day because the crowds are what's stopping Netanyahu from what he's doing. That's Pretty why much. he changed his mind on the defense minister. Yeah. Cause he's, you know, if you force him, he will, he will back down, but his coalition is so right wing. It's really scary. Yeah. People the, who, these, these people, they're, they're, they become more of themselves. I think they're revealed. They, you think they, they're revealed? They, yeah, they 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 get m to a more intense version of themselves, or they become more of who they actually are. It just seems like that. But a man again, does as he with, is uh, when he does as he likes. <laughs> exactly. I haven't hung out with with Tucker or, or Tuck Tuck as <laughs> I called him um, when we were when we were in grade school. I haven't hung out with him in a while. Um, <laughs> But again, I can't keep up. With this. Uh, anyway, we should no, keep. We should nor, have I hung out, nor have I hung out with Nudie lately. So Nudie, yeah. okay. <laughs> so they call him Nudie. Nudie yeah. Gingrich. Oh yeah, affectionate. That's an affectionate he's, term for. He's still alive, isn't he? Jeez. Uh, yeah, he yeah is. last I checked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's on the shows once in a while. He always says something provocative and. Makes people sit up. He, yeah, he I heard him talk one time. He actually is pretty good with an audience. He actually did a lot of, of talks yeah. with college students, and he he really can speak to the audience, whoever they are. So he does have a gift for that. But man, he is very good at being a speaker. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Good point. <laughs> well, sort well of said. circling back to uh, sort of the the what I the point I was I was making earlier I was just like <laughs> yeah. no 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 I this has been good uh just uh we one of the things that I was um uh uh sort of talking about was like it's not just that these bills are are mean spirited and and you know embody or try to enact bigotry it's also just they're really doing a bad job you know like uh, uh is it i think it's the the texas state agriculture commission 
Uh, oh, some, yeah. Some, yeah. Right. They basically, like, you, you have to wear, you know, there's now an office dress code where you have to wear gender conforming clothes, you know, and it's like, like I said earlier, you know, it's like, look, you know, I don't know that I, th- th- that there are all that many dresses out there that are really going to suit me. But if I show up to off to work in a dress to work in the office, uh, what's it to you? <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, no kill, no kills allowed. Well, the Supreme right. Court, I think, I think well, they should take those. The men can't wear those robes if they're going to do that. So kilts are uh, are like usually worn by men, so kilts are fine. Uh, yeah, and what's the difference between a kilt and a skirt? Exactly. <laughs> I, well, I, 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 yeah, exactly. That's what you're saying. Exactly. I agree. Oh, skirt, my God. skirt is a derogatory term for women. Did you know that? What was it, skirt? Oh yeah, I mean, they, like they, like that's like thirties uh, yeah, uh, film 30s, noir. So like yeah, this skirt, this dame. Deployed. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, but in the eighties, it was used at Harvard to be derogatory to women. So oh, yeah, geez, it's, they're, they're it's nasty. Derog- derogatory of people at harvard that's crazy that's why i'm shocked shocked <laughs> to hear lot, that the, the fine young men at harvard would be just, saying something inappropriate just wild just wild to me just. especially in front of the help um uh, yeah but some so, misogyny is alive and well yeah in sadly this country. sadly mm-hmm. uh and uh, you know again it's just uh, well They're just uh, doing and, a bad job yeah. yeah. Well, and and so and related to that, the um, speaking of, of a bad job, I just want to mention in the couple of minutes we have left, uh, just uh, the uh, I think the the narrowly passed uh, bill that came out of the House controlled by Republicans uh, to raise the, the debt ceiling. Um, you know, it's it's a bad bill because it includes a lot of uh, uh you know, rolling back a lot of measures to like reduce inflation and fight climate change and whatnot. And I just. <sighs> well, a lot of it, there's no specifics. It says like 20% cut and it doesn't say what. So right. it's, it's sort of like, it's a sham, it's a sham bill. And God help us if we run into June and don't, and don't raise the debt ceiling. Cause it's, it's going to be bad. I don't know. I don't see how they're going to get through that. I don't. I can't see how Biden's going to navigate this between um, the House and the Senate. Blaming well, I the guess, Republicans on it. I guess on some. Yeah. I guess on some level, it's a question of, you know, uh, if they're if they're really going to play chicken about it, and is somebody going to blink? Uh, like I can imagine <laughs> Joe Biden like blinking a little bit, like bending a little at the last minute to like get it through and just be like, fine, whatever, you know, like, cause you know, he's a, he's a go along to get along kind of guy in a lot of ways. Well, but their, but their thing is till next, the middle of next summer, which is right in the middle of the campaign. Right. Yeah. So I so, just, so it'll expire again. Yeah. Right. So, so fundamentally, uh, I think, um, I think the real question is, uh, how well, uh, each side feels that they're spinning things. And this is actually one of those mm. moments where I worry about like the, um, you know, the, so the siloization, especially of, of, you know, right wing media, you know, like the echo chamber effect of, you know, like, well, this is playing really well on Newsmax and and Fox. So, you know, sounds good to us. And so yeah. the idea that like, 
oh no, American voters are going to be really upset with you and investors are going to be upset with you for tanking the economy. So that's going to be a problem. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, yeah, like, they can like, make a mistake and, and not, and, and neither one of them, both of them throw their steering wheels out the window playing chicken yeah. and yeah. nobody has a steering wheel. That'll be really bad. That'll yes. be really bad. Yes. And, and just so like, um, cause the last thing I wanted to mention, this is sort of, uh, uh, and again, we only have like a, a few minutes left, so I guess we'll have to be a little superficial, but, um, is the payola scandal, uh, as I'm calling it with the Supreme court, you know, Clarence oh, Thomas, Chief Justice Thomas, yeah, <laughs> Chief Justice Thomas. Well, no, no, Chief Justice Roberts, um, has declined to talk to the Senate. Congress. Um, yep. Well, judiciary specifically the committee. Senate. Yeah, the, the Judiciary yeah. Committee. Um, Is it Dick Durbin? I think it's Dick Durbin who asked him to yes. come in. Yeah, it was. And yeah, yeah, said, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, exactly. The, their lack of ethics. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. And so, like, I totally understand the we don't want to come in and provide talking points for the Democrats because this is absolutely there's, you know, a level of political opportunism here. It's like, uh-huh. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. But it's still a problem, you know, like Harlan Crow did still give half a million dollars to a nonprofit that then turned around and paid Ginny Thomas a six-figure salary. Uh, you know, he did, in fact, buy three houses so that Clarence Thomas's mom could continue to, to live in her home and not have annoying and renovated neighbors. Them. And, and renovated them. them. And and apparently yep. some somebody who uh, had business before the Supreme Court apparently bought a house from Neil Gorsuch. Yeah, uh, and it's just that's that's just not good, guys. You know that just well, you know like like maybe well, it really. Well, I'm sorry. Let me just like it may be that it really is in the end. It didn't make any difference. Yeah, uh, you know, like I, I I can't read minds, but just there's a reason why you know the strong appearance of conflict of interest is enough to trigger conflict of interest recusals and so forth. There's a reason why we oh, have those Scottish. guidelines. And yeah. And, but SCOTUS is like it's its own, you know, definitive branch of, you know, third independent branch of government. Like, but they don't at the have moment, any enforcement. So they right, need well, to have, yeah, moral authority. Yeah, exactly. They, they got nothing else. Yeah, they got nothing exactly. else. Wow. Yeah, and what were you well, saying? There's two there's, other justices that you were. There's um, there's two uh, two senators who just introduced a three page bill that will um, ask the um, Supreme Court give them the tools they need to set up their ethics committee, and they have to post their their rules on their web, and it's very. I think it'll pass. I think everybody will vote for it. I hope so. But it's very it's very cool. I don't know the number on it, but the. Uh, Angus King from Maine and uh, Lisa Murkowski, they wrote it together to try and get SCOTUS to do something about themselves before, you know, anyway. Good first step anyways. Hooray for, you know, 
somebody in government actually taking a sensible measure. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, and and th- those rules exist. I mean, they have some rules. They just don't enforce them. Roberts hasn't done anything. And his right. term is going to be seen as the as the tenure of the d- demise of the Supreme Court. Because, you know, I forget what they're, they're down to like 47 percent approval or something. Yeah. At the lowest ever for them. So Yeah. Well, it's it's certainly bad, and um, yeah, the 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 federal codes only apply to the lower courts. SCOTUS like has no, there's nothing stopping SCOTUS from doing whatever it wants. So, but Congress but anyway, can do I, it. They actually have the authority, right? That they can I, do I, it. Congress it's, can. It's certainly something, an argument that can be made. But I mean, they haven't, and maybe you know, well, I don't know. We'll see. But I do hear the music, so I think we have to sort of leave it here. So, uh, I don't know. Interesting. Thanks for uh, filling me in, Sue. I didn't know about that bill. Um, Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's going to do it for Civil Politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio. Coming up next is Subculture, followed by Table of Contents at 10, and then OK Asia at midnight. Uh, We've got a repeat broadcast Monday afternoon at 4, and there'll be a podcast of this on your servers or whatever tomorrow morning. So listen to us whenever you like. That'll do it for now. Thanks for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.